Hey, it's Mark Harbert, and you've just tuned in to the Fearless Influencer Podcast. Get ready for turbocharged tips and insider secrets from today's online rock stars. Strap in, because this episode is about to take off. All right, welcome everybody. This is Mark Harbert on the Mark Harbert Podcast, and uh, I'm excited today. We're going to do something a little different, and um, I've got a very special guest on with me, and uh, I'm you know, she's got such a great story and she's got such a, um, an inspired story really. And uh, I'm excited to talk with her, but I've got Dana Hegstrom on with me. How are you? I'm fantastic, Mark. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Excited to have you on. And I know you and your husband, David are doing some, some great stuff and, um, you know, some inspired stuff. And, uh, so before we get started, I'd love to, for you to tell your story a little bit. Now you live down in Mexico, right? We do. We do. We retired here from our careers. David, you know, you know, as a pastor for 30 some Mm -hmm. years and we were serving churches in the Midwest. Mm -hmm. I was a paralegal. So I was working in the courtroom, helping lawyers be amazing and doing all of the things being organized. And, um, you know, he came to me one night and he said, Hey, Dana, you know, we're going to have to work another six or eight years. I've been crunching our retirement numbers. And I know we were in this adorable little church, but, you know, the, it wasn't, his gifts didn't fit there. The congregation was struggling to pay us our salary. Yeah. And I thought another six or eight years of this, yeah. oh my gosh. And so my mind is just, you know, we, reeling with that whole reality. And then he says, or we could afford to retire to Mexico this year. And I'm like, what? And I, I, I didn't know he was kind of kidding. I said, well, let's do it. Yeah. And then he, you know, we both kind of stood there wide eyed and, but then realized, you know, that, that sounded good, but what did God want us to do? Yeah. And that is the bottom line for us. And it's always been, you know, living where God wants us to be. You know, he put us in this small little town in Iowa. Why? He had a reason and we bloomed there. So if, if he's calling us to Mexico, if he put that idea in David's head, who am I to stop it? So we prayed and prayed and prayed and all the doors kept opening. And our, even our financial advisor said, do it guys, this makes so much sense for you. Yeah. So we did that 2016 and I'll never forget that first morning, you know, we, we wake up, we're here, we're retired. And then it's like, we look at each other. Now what? You know, we had so much more to give so much life inside us, you know, were we going to just be the typical expat who takes advantage of the situation here? Or did we want to make a difference? And that's our personality. So we knew we wanted to make a difference. And it wasn't long. And we were helping to pastor a church. So, you know, we thought we were retired. So but God had a better plan for us. And so we were getting to be missionaries. And that was kind of always a hidden dream of mine. I never really yeah. verbalized it, but we've had that as part of our, our journey as well. But our main focus had been, well, let's help other people that are afraid they can't retire because they don't have the money to retire. Yeah. What can, what can we do for them? So yeah, that's, I think, about the time we met with, up with you you know, and learned how to market a business online and dig in and find out what is it that you're good at? What is your passion? What is your purpose? And then how can you make money at it? Yeah. We figured that out and now we help other people do that too. And it's been a great journey. 
That's awesome. What I love is that, you know, you're, you're integrating your faith with business because there are so many faith led business owners out there. They're, you know, they're all over and really what they want is an opportunity to also tie in and get perspective from other Christian, you know, Christian business owners. I'm a Christian business owner myself. Um, you know, so I'm very tapped into other, you know, Christian entrepreneurs as well, kind of seeing what they do, how they do things. Um, it really adds a perspective because, you know, as, um, you know, children of God, which we are, our goal is to, you know, really be a, an example, you know, be an example to the world. And I know for me, that has always been my goal. Um, but uh, I love that you guys are inspired to do that. And you guys just recently, um, you started the Lighthouse Networking Association. So that was, talk about that a little bit. Like, how did that idea come about? And, you know, how did you, you know, get inspired to do that? Well, I, I don't know. I love what you just said about how, you know, we lead by example and we want to shine our lights too. You know, God has given us each a beautiful gift to share. And so how do we shine that light? So that's where the lighthouse idea came from. But at the same time, you know, we also in our business, in our business model, in our coaching, we help show people how they can get more leads, you know, how they can get more people interested in what they have to offer. And one of the one of the ways that we found that we really like is networking with other business owners and tapping into their audiences, you know, like a joint venture or, you know, some sort of a strategic alliance. And we've had some great results with that. And so it seems like all of the groups that I was finding myself in were not full of Christians. In fact, I would be the lone wolf on there. And Mm -hmm. I was even told once by one of the people, boy, you're sure courageous to talk about your faith. And I'm like, my goodness, of course, I'm going to talk about my faith. It's important to me. It leads me. It's what gets me out of bed in the morning. So it became evident that there wasn't really a place just for Christians to do the same thing, to network, to share what they're doing, to brainstorm together, um, and to be able to promote each other. Yeah. And Somebody said to me, well, somebody just needs to build it. <laughs> and I felt I, I really did. I felt like there was a tap on my shoulder. Dana, you know how to do this. Yeah. You know how to build a membership. You know how to, to fill it. You know how all these things. Why don't you start this thing? So that was probably about six months ago. Mm. And here we are. We've launched. And you know, we've got a handful of people that have already seen the vision and are part of this association. And we're just looking for more amazing Christians because we want it to be that global network of well-respected Christian experts who are just dying to refer people, you know, to each other and, and to lift each other up. So it's, it's exciting when you know, or you feel like God's pushing you in a direction, you maybe not feel comfortable in. But this was one that I'm like, oh yeah, I can do that. Yeah. Now it's just a matter of watching it, it blossom. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. And, you know, there's, um, I love that because there's all kinds of, you know, uh, places. One of the things that I wanted to point out, what you said was, um, you know, people have this idea that they can't talk about their faith in their business. And, Early on for me, probably 10, 11 years ago, I had started to talk about my faith in business. 
And I remember I had this person say, you know, you probably shouldn't do that because you're going to turn off a lot of people. Being brand new, not new, not a new Christian, but new to really kind of learning online marketing. Um, I heeded that advice, unfortunately. And it, it came after a couple of years and I basically was kind of like, you know what? Forget this. If people don't like it, um, they can go find someone else, you know, because exactly. I, I can't exactly. I can't stop but help talk about who I am. And uh, for me, my identity is in Jesus Christ. And, you know, that's who I am. And if people like it, great. I'd love to have you stick around and, uh, you know, and and be a part of the party so to speak. But if not, I hope you find what you're looking for, you know? And I think that that is a a very important message for those people of faith out there that you should feel uh, strongly about sharing your faith. And it is part of your business, you know, and understand not everybody's going to like that. And that's That's okay because you don't need everybody to have a successful business. You're looking for a niche that you can serve. And uh, so anyway, I know that's part of your, your story as well. Right. You know, and I think we had the same message early on. Don't talk about your faith. Don't talk about politics. You know, stay away from all of those really touchy subjects. And we did. I think the first several years, it was part of our story. Anybody that, you know, heard, oh, he's a pastor. Oh, she writes devotional blogs and books. You know, they would know, yeah, she's Christian, but I wasn't necessarily pushing it out there. Yeah. Um, But now I'm a lot more visible. And yeah. I figure, you know, there's a lot of people out there that want to do business God's way that yep. that don't want to be slimy and don't want to be sleazy and pushy. Yep. And that's been a hard thing for them to do. Yeah. And maybe they're not out there saying, hey, I'm Christian, yeah. but they just it just feels wrong in their spirit to do yeah. the things they're being told to do. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's great to have a, you know, a fellow you know believers that can help you and lift you up and. Um, it's an important thing and not everybody has that support, you know, um, right. I think it starts really at home where you have a good solid church that you can tie into to give you, help you, you know, give you support. But, you know, when it comes to your specific niche or what you're looking for, it is definitely something that you want to, you want to seek out. So I think it's great. I think it's great that you guys have put that together. And I think that, um, you know, the fact that God has inspired in it and it, you know, inspired it in you means it's going to be successful. You know, a good God idea, uh, it will always, uh, take you much further than your own ideas. And, uh, so that leads me to my next question actually. And I, I love to ask this question because especially when I'm talking to Christian entrepreneurs, because, um, I know how God works with me and, uh, God, the way God works with me is not the way he works with you or he works individually differently. Um, I knew I have a good friend who's also a pastor and, uh, he said before that God, the way God works with him, cause he tends to be hard headed and he's <laughs> literally had God say, no, do this dummy, <laughs> you know, where God speaks to him, you know, in a much harsher way, you know, just, uh, in the sense of, um, you know, he works with everybody differently. So I'd love to hear your way of how he works with you. Well, I, I feel like he has walked me through some situations that have not always been in my best interest. Of course, he's been there. Choices I've made. He's let me make decisions, I guess, that have, have given me education. Um, and now he is able to use that education and he's bringing it all together. Mm-hmm. So 
how I feel he uses me is I feel he he lets me experience life, but at the same time he he gives me the um like the nuggets of wisdom, like he he sprinkles that in to say, oh wow, that's why I did that, or yeah. that's why I learned that. And you know, there have been a couple of times in my life where I have I could say I've almost heard his voice. Yeah. You know, it has been so clear that that he is leading me in this direction. Now, the lighthouse is a good example of that. When I started writing my books, um, and my devotional blog, that was another time. And the third time was when I was going through a divorce from my first husband. Um, a real tragic, I mean, that was, you know, horrible. Uh, we won't even go there. That's a whole nother day. But, um, you know, he was there. He's always redeemed me. He's always loved me through all of my poor choices. Yeah. But I love how he opens my eyes to yeah. see how those bad choices can help someone else maybe, yeah. or can move me closer to where he's always wanted me to be. Yeah. I love that too. You know, and I, I think it's important, you know, um, that, you know, as Christians, um, one of the things I know is that as a Christian, I, I know I'm not perfect. <laughs> and, yeah. and, you know, yeah. I think that that's, you know, when someone declares they're a Christian, it's not that we're, we're saying that we're perfect. It's that we're just saying, we realize that we're flawed and we needed somebody to, to pull us out of that. And Absolutely. That's, that's, yeah. that's really what it's, what it's all about. And, and, uh, but I just, I just happen to believe that God's way is the best way. And that's what I choose to follow. And I know you and your husband do as well. And uh, I, I just, uh, I think that's awesome. And, you know, I know for me, the way God works for me with me, um, is there've been plenty of times where I have that real strong impression on my heart about something like not sure what to do, where to go. And then sometimes an idea just pops in my head, like really strongly. And I'm like, that's, I know exactly where that's coming from, you know? And, um, of course it's not always that way. God expects us to use our brains too. You know, he, he, uh, he gave us brains for a reason, you know, and, and talents and stuff. But I also know that a lot of times when I feel resistance in my spirit, where I'm going in a direction and I feel resistance, like it's not flowing, it's not working the way it should. Mm -hmm. That usually tells me I'm not doing something that, you know, God would have me to do. So a lot yeah. of times I, I kind of wait on him to give me that direction while doing my part to try and figure it out. But boy, when things run like with him, it's very smooth and I can feel it just it's kind of like a hot knife through butter. It just yeah. flows, you know? Yeah. And uh, that's, that's really the way I feel. I'm kind of working on a project myself at the moment. That's just it's flowing super easily. And uh, I had a project that I did not too long ago. Did not work like that. It was constant resistance, but my hard headedness was like, Oh, I'm going to keep doing it. And it's yep. like, okay, you know, didn't do very well, but Hey, we'll keep pressing through and get it done. Follow yep. through on our commitments. You know, I can totally identify with that. Yeah. You know, when our spirit just knows something isn't right, yeah. but we still, you know, we do our due diligence to make sure that are we, is that really real? You right. know, should I really keep going? It really sounds good. It really yeah. makes sense, but you know, I'm sure. Yeah. God <laughs> has a way of working inside us. I mean, he's living inside us. So yeah. of course he's like pushing out and, you know, hitting from the inside out, like, no, 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 this is not right. Yeah. 
Oh, that's awesome. So talk a little bit about your blog. What do you do on your blog? You have a devotional blog. Talk about that. I do. Um, One of the things that, you know, as a pastor's wife, I was often asked, what's a good devotional Mm -hmm. or what do you use? And I never used anything in particular. Mm -hmm. And, but I know that questions out there. And when I started, I love to, to journal and I was working with a life coach before we retired and I wanted to get into the Bible more. I really felt like connecting with God's word was a piece of my life that was missing. And she's like, well, what will, what will motivate you to do that? And I said, well, I suppose if I, I set a goal and then I journal what I read, I'll read and then I'll journal about it. And she's like, okay, do that. So I did. I started with the book of Psalms mm. and I journaled my way all through the book of Psalms. That's 150 verses or chapters. Yeah. Well, we got retired. We moved to Mexico and I was still doing that. And I'm like, well, why don't I do this online? Yeah. Why don't I start a blog and do this? You know, maybe there's people out there that also want to get into the Bible, but they don't really know where to start. Psalms is a great book. And so I kind of redid that one first. And then I went on and I've I've done all the way through the New Testament, every single book of the Bible. I just read a little snippet and then I reflect on it. Yeah. And I love that David reads all of them and tells me, you know, when I may be off a little bit, or maybe <laughs> you should check your theology here a little bit, or you maybe you didn't quite understand this. And then we'll have some really deep, wonderful conversations. Yeah. But then one day he said, well, why don't we, why don't we publish these so that there's a book series, you know, that maybe a church could use for a small group study or, um, you know, a pastor could even use it to, to do sermon, do a sermon series. And then the congregation could all buy the book. And I'm like, wow, you know, God is going to use this gift he's given me of writing for something so much bigger. So that's where that all started, just from me wanting to connect with God's word. And yeah. now I'm hoping that, you know, many, many more people can. Oh, that's great. That's great. You know, and I think it's, um, you know, sometimes you start doing something and you don't realize that uh, it's, it's, it's going to be something more. You're just starting it out for a very simple reason, you know, for your own reasons. And then it just kind of turns and morphs into something else. You know, yeah. and uh, I think that's the cool thing about it. You know, I think that's one of the things I've learned about God is he doesn't always reveal to you all of the parts, you know, um, and I, I think of what Jesus said to his disciples. He said, I have, I think he said, uh, I have so much to show you, but, uh, but you cannot bear or whatever. He right. right now you couldn't bear it all, you know? Right. Right. And uh, so it's just like, he kind of gives you the step-by-step step and that's, that's really what it's about. But, you know, I think it's, um, you know, again, I want to bring this up again, cause I think it's so important, but um, you know, for, when I'm speaking to people of faith right now that I, it's very important that, you know, that you need to feel comfortable talking about who you are in your business. Um, if people tell you, don't talk about your faith, I wouldn't do not listen to that voice. It's important that you speak about who you are, what you are, and what is important in your life. And uh, I know for me that that is a crucial thing. And obviously that's where you're at too, Dana. Mm -hmm. So, um, but uh, I think it's important that we continue to empower people to speak about who they are and not be afraid of it, you know, and uh, you know, it's certainly where our goal isn't to go out there and offend people, but 
hey, that is what it is. And <laughs> people are getting offended at everything. So I don't really, I'm not <laughs> right. right now it's like, hey, whatever. Exactly. But, we just have to, you have to know who you are. Yeah. And, and what, what's important to you? What's right. a non-negotiable? Right. Absolutely. And, you know, if you repel people, they probably weren't the people you wanted to work with anyway. And they'll find their tribe just, you know, as your tribe will find you. It's funny. I was talking to uh, another business colleague a few few days ago. It was actually, yeah, about a week ago. And we were talking about polarization and marketing, you know, and how polarization is effective. I'm not much of a polarization guy. I don't like to market in that way because I don't like to stir up a lot of negative energy, you know, in the sense of, but, you know, uh, we were, I was kind of laughing when I was like, well, I guess just declaring that I'm a Christian is probably polarization enough. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. In a lot of ways, that's the way it is. But, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm not into the polarization thing. I just, you know, I'm going to speak to who I am and what I am. And, and uh, I know you're, you're doing the same. So I did want to point out too, that we're going to put a link in the show notes of this episode um, to, for people to check out your lighthouse networking association. If they want to check it out, you certainly can. Awesome. And uh, connect with uh, Dana and uh, David. And um, yeah, that's just a, it's a great thing. I know you guys are enjoying it and I know you guys just recently launched that. So it's uh, it's good to see. So one last question and we'll wrap it up here, but um, I like to ask this when I do interviews, what will get you out of bed in the morning? Well, right now it's the swimming pools calling. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that's good. Hey, you guys are retired, you know, yep. you enjoy that too. So, yeah, uh, it's, it's just the desire to do more for God. I, I don't know. It's, I use my answer would that would have been to write my devotional blog, because that means that I'm getting in God's word, but now the alarm's actually going off and we're, we're walking over <laughs> to our local pool where we're getting yeah. in, you know, an hour a day. David just hit a, a mile today. So oh, nice. that was, um, that was good. He hasn't, he hit that before COVID hit and then the pool yeah. shut. Now we're back. So that was a, a big deal. Well, you know, I, uh, it's funny you say that, like, you know, when I first got in business, one of my goals was to never have to wake up by the alarm clock. But now like the older I get, I don't want to sleep too late. Now, there are days I like to sleep in, but I don't want to sleep too late. Cause for me, I, mean, I don't like to miss the day, you know? I, uh, I, uh, so I think the older I get, the more I realize, you know, every day is precious and I want to enjoy it, you know, and that's to me what it's, what it's all about. So I don't want to miss too much of it. And besides, if I get too much sleep, it just makes me more tired too. So yeah, that <laughs> happens to me too. Yeah. yeah. I've got that sweet spot. I love it when I wake up on my own though. It's always yeah. good. Yeah, that is nice. Well, good deal. Well, Dana, it's been great talking to you and, uh, definitely say hello to your husband. And I again, will. guys, check the show notes here and you can go over and check out uh, um, the Lighthouse Networking Association. I'll also have some links there if you want to connect with Dana on social media. And uh, that'd be great. Well, Dana, awesome. thank you so much. I really well, appreciate it. Thank you, Mark. It. Thank you so much. It's great to spend some time with you. Yeah. Great talking. Yep. You've been listening to the Fearless Influencer Podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider giving it a positive review on iTunes or wherever you are listening. If you want more tips, tricks, and strategies to help you become a fearless influencer, be sure to visit my blog at markharbert.com and let's be sure to connect. Thanks for listening and we'll see you in the next episode.